The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producers and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Joe Show, Connecting All Abilities. I'm your host, Joe DeYoung. Hope you all had a good weekend. And a night, it was a nice day outside, so um, I've had a good weekend myself, too, as well, too. Uh, today's episode, I have another guest on my show. He is the director of David's House Group Home. So let's welcome Casey Dystra to the show. Um, good afternoon, Casey. How are you doing today? I'm great, Joe. It's nice to meet you. Pleasure to be here. Hey, it's nice to meet you too, and pleasure to have you here. How does it feel to be on my show today? I'm excited. It's the first time I've done this, so. Well, it's your first time. Were you Were you nervous today? Uh, you know, everybody's a little nervous sometimes, but I'm doing okay. Well, you I mean, put me at ease. Good job. Well, it's a good thing I did, but it's, you know <laughs> what? It, they're good nerves. I mean, that's right. It's okay to be nervous, but it's natural. You know. That's right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. All righty. We're going to get right to the questions, and the first one is coming right at you. Um, so for those who may or may not know, um, could you explain what David's House is and, and the history? Sure. So David's House Ministries was founded about 34 years ago by a family, by a husband and wife named Jay and Lois DeBoer, who were looking for a home for their son to live in. Um, their son had a physical disability and developmental disability, and really they knew they were reaching a point where they needed help caring for him. And because they could not find a faith-based home that kind of met their standards of care that they wanted for their son, they, along with many other people, started David's House Ministries. So we began as a 10-bed home for 10 men, and today we have 43 residents in five different homes on our property here in Wyoming. Well, 33 years, correct? Correct. That's a long time, it, it feels like. Time. So um, so, so you started um, working at, so you started directing a David's House group home, correct? Yep. So I joined David's House just a little bit over three years ago as their president and um, kind of succeeded somebody who'd been there for a very long time. And retired, and it gave me the opportunity to to step in and begin managing David's house. Well, uh, I guess the opportunity came knocking for you, and you took that opportunity to um, to work at David's house. I sure did. I sure did. It was a great opportunity. Well, do you, so I mean, it sounds like you love the opportunity too. I do. You know, it's a, it's a opportunity to help serve a, a wonderful group of individuals who call David's house home and. Um, work with about 75 other staff as well who all help care for these residents. Well, it sounds like a good home for those with disabilities, too. It definitely is. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah. We're, we're very busy. Well, sounds like it, too. <laughs> and another question is coming right at you. So how do you connect your clients to the community? Sure. So so David's House is all about community. We um, we spend a lot of time. It's, it's changed a little bit during COVID, but now that things are opening up, we spend a lot of time taking trips 
whether it's to the beach or places like Meyer Gardens or to the zoo. Um, several of our the folks who live at David's House are involved in other types of programs that are in the community, whether it's a job or volunteering, and they do that totally on their own, just like you or I would, just like you have your job here doing this show. Some of our residents at David's House have their own jobs that they go to as well, too. So for us, it's all about helping an individual live as independently as possible and by helping make connections in the community for them to get to, whether it's church or school or just opportunities to head out with their family. Yeah, or probably get them to a show that's in downtown, too. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Because also, because like, um, well, because like when you, so, so when you guys go out somewhere, do you guys have a van or a truck or anything? Oh, yeah. So we've got, we've got quite a few vehicles. We've got a bus. We've got some larger vans, some smaller vans. <laughs> All depends on the size of the group going out. And then a lot of the individuals who call David's house home also utilize the public transit system, whether it's the bus or go bus or Hope Network. Or the city bus. Transportation, exactly. Yeah. Well, that yep, too. We're right near a city bus stop, <laughs> which makes it convenient. Yeah, because that connection is very important to have for people with disabilities. Exactly. Because if if they're not getting a connection, then I mean, how are they going to connect to the community? I mean, right. you know, um, they got to connect to the outside world. For sure. For Make sure. new friends at their places, and they and you have some people that probably do. Do you have people that some someone that volunteers? from David's Health Group Home at Artists Creating Together, or no? Um, I don't know that we do at Artists Creating Together. We do hmm. a lot with Arts in Motion. Ooh. So we, so we spend a lot of time with them. So that's some of the other things we do. Just like we head out into the community, we also have folks like Arts in Motion will also come to David's House as well and provide some group activities. All right. So when you guys do the Arts in Motion, um, do you get, do you join in too? Uh, when I can, when I can, <laughs> when you get time, yep. correct. Yep. All righty. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause that's a very, cause, cause the community connection is there for you. Exactly. Um, I mean, it, and it's also there for people with disabilities. Um, you know, making new friends is very important in life because you got to have the interaction and, right. you know. And that's the great thing about David's house is with 43 individuals living there, there's a lot of opportunity to to hang out and see your friends who, who live at David's house. Um, folks spend a lot of time visiting in each other's homes, just like we would anywhere else. And then also a lot of them have friends and family outside of our community that they're able to go visit whenever they want as well. And you can get out with your friends and do some fun things with them, too. Exactly. Like go to a restaurant or maybe go to a gym and work out or yep. go to, um, like, maybe go to a store or go shopping somewhere um, so, and so on and so on, you know? Yeah. We're all very thankful restaurants are open again. <laughs> I, I, think all, I think everybody is glad that things are opening back up. Exactly. So I'll give you that. Yep, for sure. <laughs> All righty, and the third question coming at you. Um, do you have a vision for David's House going forwards? Yeah, you know, David's House, we're always looking at how we can continue to serve better and to serve more individuals. We know that there's a great need for our services. We probably get phone calls at least three or four times a week 
from families that are looking for a home for their loved one. Um, and there's just not enough places in Kent County or even, you know, in the state of Michigan doing, doing what we do. So we have a vision to continue to grow as we can. Um, we will grow slowly. It's very expensive, especially right now, to, to build a home. Yeah. We are in the process of building an additional home right now in Wyoming that will be home to six more individuals. We hope to open that this fall. Um, those families have already all been, um, those residents have all been figured out already, so they're just waiting for this home to open. And then over the coming years, we hope to continue to, to build as we can. So the new home will be open this fall, correct? Correct. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, because it, because right now with all the prices and everything that are just just skyrocketing like crazy, it's um, it's unfortunate that there's not enough homes here in the state of Michigan or elsewhere that well, that 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 supports or helps those with um, disabilities or cognitive disabilities or um, people that are in wheelchairs too. Yeah, for sure. There's there's a great need, so we are going to continue to try to expand and, and continue to meet more of those needs as we can. Well, please do. Please keep expanding. Um, so, do you guys have uh, visually impaired people at your group home? Yep, we do. We do. Well, sweet, because I know some friends from a group home. Um, there's someone that I recognize um, that I used to go to KBO with, and I think she's in a wheelchair, and I think her name is Lizzie. Okay. Um, I, I think she goes to David's house, but I'm not, I, I'm okay. not sure. But I think Probably. She, we have a lot of folks there, and um, but that does sound like you do know one of our folks over in one of our homes. So that's great. You should come visit sometime. I'll have to visit sometime and, you know, maybe check it out. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe I could visit. Yep. That would be, you know, look around and you know, meet everybody there, um, you know, because I love to explore. For sure. I love exploring. I mean, it's good to explore new things. Yep. and It's good to see what else know. is out there. Yeah. Get outside of your Your, <laughs> your zone, comfort right? zone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, as things open up, we'll be able to start having visitors again soon. Yeah, yeah, because, well, um, so how did David's house um, cope through the pandemic, and how has that changed things going forward? Yeah, so like like everyone, the pandemic was, was difficult for us. We had to change at a moment's notice what right what we could and couldn't do right um we've always been a very open community with a lot of friends and family and visitors um that's kind of the core of of what we do and how we build our community and you know all of a sudden on a saturday morning i woke up and learned that the governor had said we had to basically lock our doors and, and stay home and stay home yeah so it really changed a lot um you know the residents who called david's house home weren't able to see family for a while and um, definitely weren't able to have visitors for almost almost a year, actually. Yeah, it's almost been a year since uh, this whole COVID thing has yeah. started. Yep. So, but we've we've been able to adapt. We, you know, we did the best we could to kind of maintain a fun environment and lower the stress by doing more activities within the homes. And as things started to open back up now, we're able to allow folks to visit within the homes families are allowed to come back into the homes and and visit their their loved ones as well right so um what activities did you guys do during the stay-at-home orders 
Oh, let's see. We did a lot of different things. Um, you know, anything we could do in the home, whether it was different crafts or games, we did a lot of movie nights. We had some themed dinner nights where we brought, um, tried to support the local community by bringing in some meals from certain restaurants just to do you know, takeout. Yep. Yeah. Do some takeout just to add some fun. Um, that's a lot of what we did. We had a lot of, we had, actually, we had a lot of car parades. So we had different folks came through with cars and uh, dressed up in the summer. I think we had one that came through around Halloween for different people's birthdays. Sometimes their families came through with a bunch of relatives and were able to drive through and stop and say hello. So things like that. Well, sounds like there was a lot of cars that were parading. <laughs> there were. We had, we, had a lot, we had an increased traffic coming through David's house for a while. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there was a lot of honking, too. There was a lot of honking. <laughs> yeah. That's what made it fun. Yeah, because last year, because like last year, you know, um, yeah, everybody had to do that. They couldn't, they, they, they couldn't hug their loved ones. They couldn't right. see it because other groups' homes had different restrictions that they had to follow. Exactly. You know, and I think you guys put some restrictions in um, when when the cases started rising. Yeah, you know, and that that was the hardest thing for us, not being able, the biggest restriction was just not being able to have people come visit or have volunteer groups come in. Uh, we have a lot of volunteer groups that like to come in and do things with residents or help David's house in different ways. So we're eager to see some of that start up again as soon as, as, soon as we can get that going. Yeah, hope, I'm, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, I hope that it can get back up and running again, but it will get there, you know, give it time. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, and another question coming right at you, Casey. So why, why um, here we go, let me fix it. All right, another question. So why is it important to have some place called, uh, some place like David's house, for the disabled community. Sure. I think it's important that there are a lot of options for for folks. So, you know, some folks with disabilities will prefer to live independently in their own home and, and maybe have support brought in to their home as needed. And some folks would prefer to live at a place like David's house where where there's a lot of other people around them building a sense of community within those homes. So I think having those options available is very important because, um, right, it's not a one-size-fits-all model. Right, Um, it's not. We need those options. So I think based, quite frankly, just based on the calls that we get on a weekly basis shows that it's very important for there to be places like, like a David's house. Um, because there's not enough of those options available. Right, and and I can't, and, and right, I mean, we can't stress this enough, though, but it is sad that it happens, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to have options for people with, for someone with people with special needs. Exactly. Because, um, like, yeah, some people choose to live independently. Some people choose to live um, at group homes, and it's their choice to do that. I mean, they they have the right to do that, you know. Right. Including myself. I mean, I'm still with my dad, but I I'm independent at my house, you know. And um, I I mean, I love my house to be honest. Which I mean, is great. Yeah, because I'm being a lot more independent. I get around it easily, and yep. Um, so I'm doing a lot of the cooking and everything. Oh, that's good. Are you a good cook? Um, 
I I picture myself as a good cook, but I, good. I am a good cook, to be honest. That's good. That's good. It's yeah. a good skill to have. So um, when you guys are in the group home, do you guys do um, – so? Um, do you guys do any cooking activities? Anything? Like yep. That? So, so every home has has their menu for the week that the residents who live there get to have input on, and then you know between staff and residents, you know they cook all the meals for that week and serve them within the house. So, depending on everyone's ability, you know some residents are able to help more than than others with those with that cooking and the prepping of the meal and the good stuff like cleaning up dishes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's all done within within each home. Awesome. Well, I'm pretty sure that I th- pretty sure that the meals smell delicious when they're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, we have a lot of good meals. Yeah. Nobody's underfed. That's for sure. That's good. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have something to eat, right? Exactly. Yeah, because that's how we stay awake and keep our energy. And that's right. You know. Yeah, and I, uh, another question that is flying right at you. Um, so if anybody wants to do any volunteering at David's house, how do people get a hold of you? Um, are there any volunteer experiences? Sure. So our volunteering has been a little bit limited right now just due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of waiting on the rules to change so that we can bring more volunteers in. But typically, especially in the summer, we've got opportunities to help with, you know, a lot of outdoor activities with the residents. Um, we do usually it's a great time of the year to help with some cleanup around the grounds, cut grass, um, do some painting, do some staining of woodwork, all that sort of stuff. And, and again, right now it's been a little bit limited on, on how many groups we can have come in, but they can always go to our website, which is dhmin.org. And if they go to our website, then they can find a link to contact someone about volunteering. Awesome. So when they when they want to do the volunteering, um, when they want to volunteer, do they have to go through any backgrounds or anything? So sure. we have we have a, a basic background and some questionnaires that they've got to fill out just to make sure that we follow all of our licensing guidelines. Right, and to make sure they don't have a criminal background or exactly. anything. Yep. So um, we have that process that we can take any volunteer through. So before before. COVID, how many volunteers did you guys have at David's House Group Home? Oh, we had a lot. We probably had at least, you know, I would say, you know, 50, 60 volunteers a month during the summertime, maybe. Oh, sounds like a lot of volunteers for yeah, the summer. Yeah, was a lot of volunteers. What about the spring? Same thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit less in the spring and the fall. You know, those folks are busy. Um, in the spring and fall, we tend to have more school groups that'll come out. We get a lot of middle and high school groups that like to come out. So, so then we'll have, you know, 15, 20 volunteers out at a time during those times as well. And then at Christmas time, we tend to get a lot of people who like to come caroling. Wow. Well, you know, you know what, I'm pretty sure they feel that they feel the, uh, Christmas spirit when they're, when they're caroling at the group home. Yep. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think they're well. So, uh, so when they they volunteer, um, they got to be right on time, correct? Yep, yep. Just like any anything else. So yep. Being on time is always important. Almost like a job too. Exactly. And you got to follow the dress code. Yep. So, 
Alrighty, and let me see. And my last question for you. Um, so what do you do for relaxation? Oh, man. It's hard to find time to relax right now, it seems like. But when I can, I actually do a lot of woodworking at home. So I like to build some basic furniture, tables, stuff like that, and really just hang out with my kids and my my wife when I can. Alrighty. Yeah, I mean, cause, because it's a, it was that because last year it was a time to get to be creative and yep. yeah to be creative in different ways to build decks or build a desk or build couches and furniture too. Yep, I built several um, desks last year. I had a lot of time to do that. You're probably. It sounds like you're a good carpenter. I try. I like to think I am. So. <laughs> well, just keep at it. I mean, that's right. Yeah, and. Yeah, so, um, yeah, because doing the home improvements, like for a carpenter or like a job, it sounds like you enjoyed, it sounds like you enjoyed doing woodwork a lot. I do, I do. I'm always, always opportunity to find things to fix at my house too, it seems like. <laughs> well, once something has to be prepared, it's got to be repaired. That's right. Um, yeah. So, well, thank you, thank you, um, yeah, thank you. Casey and thank you Taylor for coming on my show today you guys um, it was a really pleasure to have you guys here on my show you bet thanks for having us we appreciated it hey you're welcome um, <clears throat> and before we go um, is there anything that you would like to say so like so is there anything you'd like to maybe say or add to the conversation or is there anything you'd like to add no, I think your question summed up a lot of what we have going on, Joe. I think, you know, for us, we we love what we do, and we love um, having the opportunity to be a big family at David's house and, and help serve folks, and we're just thankful for your support and letting us tell our story. Well, a happy family. That's correct. right. Because it's got to be happy in the group home. Exactly. You know, Most you don't, days it is. Well, you don't want any, you don't want a lot of, a lot of, a lot of grumpsters. That's there, right. You know? That's right. <laughs> Very rarely does that happen. Well, it probably doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. That's right. Well, we appreciate it, Joe. Hey, my pleasure. Um, I will. Um, I hope to have you guys here back on my show sometime Great. in the future. We'd love to do that. Hey, my pleasure. Um, um, how about you, Taylor? Is there anything you would like to say? I don't think so. No. Well, thank you. You know, I, I could have included you in the conversation or anything. That's all right. I like to be behind the scenes. Well, that's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, that concludes today's episode of the Joe Show, Connecting All Abilities. If you all enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and comment down below. You can find my show on the Whole Picture Podcast Facebook page powered by WKTV. And you can also find my show on Spotify and Apple Podcast and Stitcher and Anchor.fm, which is powered by WKTV as well, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and my show airs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So my show airs on Tuesdays at 12.30 p.m. and Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. on WKTV channels Comcast 25 
and AT&T 99. So I will see you all next week, Monday, and please take care of yourself and each other. And before I go today, um, I have a joke. And this is my this is the joke of the day to close the show out. Why why was the ego yeah why was the ego self conscious? It was bald. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It is a good one. (laughs) I picked it out this morning. I asked my Amazon Echo. That's good. Thank you. So, and so I will see you next week Monday. And please get out and enjoy this nice, lovely, lovely weather that we have. And until next time, peace.